Happy Wednesday. Welcome to episode 12 of Uncovering the Corners of the World podcast. I'm your host, Karina Kasmala. Each week using research, and in some cases using personal experiences where I actually traveled to these locations, I'll be explaining some of the hidden gems in the U.S. and around the world. For the last four weeks, we've been hiking in the Pacific Northwest, in two states, Oregon and Washington. We visited places like the Lava Cast Forest in Oregon, all the way to a museum with nutcrackers in Washington. But this week, we're going back to the Midwest, specifically to Indiana State. Indiana is surrounded by four states, Illinois on the left side, Ohio on the right, Michigan on top, and Kentucky on the bottom. Indiana is mostly known for its state capital, Indianapolis, home of the Indy 500 races, along with the Indianapolis Motor Speedway Museum. But there is more to Indiana than motorsports. There are also about 24 state parks in Indiana. And although I haven't visited all the state parks in Indiana, there are two worth driving to that I have visited. Inside Spring Mill State Park at 3333 Indiana 60E Mitchell in Lawrence County is a restored 1860s ghost town that lets visitors travel back in time to see what the Spring Mill community did. Pioneer Village is what will be labeled on the map once you drive into Spring Mill State Park. Each of the 19 buildings within the village shows the different jobs some of the villagers had in the community. In the center of Spring Mill is Grist Mill, built in 1817, known as the largest mill in southern Indiana, by the Indiana Department of Natural Resources website. Originally, the Grist Mill operated from 1817 to 1892. The owner of the Spring Mill Village for 40 years was Colonel Hugh Hammer, who worked as a postmaster, commissioner, state representative, and state senator. Today, you can step inside the mill and hear the crackling gears turn the water wheel while water flows through the mill race outside. The mill during the 1860s was where farmers would gossip and trade items. However, that's not the only building you can visit inside. Next to the grist mill is a painted blue house with a labeled board saying apothecary. The apothecary building was built in the 1830s where the community's physician, Dr. Jacob Lemon, made medicine in the form of powders, pills, and tonics from plants that were grown in the gardens inside the community. If you go past the mill, there is a distillery and a tavern that were both built in 1824. The distillery made Old Hammer Whiskey, whiskey that was made out of corn and sold in New Orleans. Inside the building, you could witness the equipment used to make whiskey. This was also the time in history that Americans drank more than five gallons of distilled spirits per person per year, as mentioned by the informational signs inside the building. The tavern is right next to the, the distillery and it was also known as an ordinaries because they did not only serve alcohol as the modern tavern today might, but also provided travelers with food and lodging. 
One of the most interesting buildings on the site is labeled Spring House, 1840, located on the right side of the Pioneer Village. With what looks like a building with three walls and a roof and only cement slab blocks inside, this once served as a refrigerator for the pioneers. The Indiana Department of Natural Resources mentioned that the spring house was where the pioneers stored milk, cheese, and butter. The cool water and air temperatures kept the food from spoiling. Besides Pioneer Village, inside the park, there is also Virgil I. Gus Grimsom Memorial Museum, an astronaut from Indiana, a Hoosier, who was the second American man in space and one of the seven Mercury astronauts. He was part of the Apollo 1 crew who died with Ed White and Roger Chaffee when a fire broke out in the capsule on January 27, 1967. One hour away from Spring Mill State Park is Clifty Falls State Park at 1501 Green Road, Madison, in Jefferson County, Indiana. Based on the name alone, you can assume that there are cliffs, and it's probably one of the main attractions. Yes, that's right. Sitting near the border of Indiana and Kentucky, the water flows from the Ohio River, making Big Clifty Falls, also called Clifty Falls, Little Clifty Falls, Tunnel Falls, and Hoffman Falls. These four main waterfalls can be viewed on the 10 trails in the park. The waterfalls were expected to have been formed in the early Ice Age era, cutting through the shale and limestone mentioned on the informational signs near the waterfall. Shale is a type of sedimentary rock that was formed with mud or clay. Supposedly, according to the Great Lakes Waterfall and Beyond website, there is a total of 22 waterfalls inside the park. Not all the trails are rugged to get to the waterfalls. There are stairs for the trails, but I would recommend bringing comfortable shoes either way. Some of the trails bring you up close to the waterfall, while others give you a view from above. Of course, there are also other attractions on the way there, such as the cake rock that looks like a slice of cake and happens to be on the trail to Big Clifty Falls. If you happen to be someone who studies mushrooms or someone who just loves them, there are different types of mushrooms, from the large bright red ones to the small brown ones that can be seen on the trails. Side note, you can't actually take the mushrooms from the parks. And my favorite attraction is the Tunnel Cave or Burroughs Tunnel, originally made as a railroad tunnel that was supposed to travel from the Ohio River Valley to Indianapolis, as mentioned on the informational sign in the park. The tunnel project began in 1852 and was abandoned after they ran out of funding. Today, it is home to salamanders, big brown bats, and frogs. This cave is different from a typical cave because in a typical cave, there is no two-way exit with slippery, muddy rocks and giant puddles beneath your feet. The walk through the cave is 10 minutes or 0.75 miles, but you'll have to bring your flashlight. There are parts in the cave that you can lift your head up, but mostly you'll have to crouch walking through it. 
both Spring Mill State Park and Glifty Falls State Park. You can camp in for the night or have a picnic. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast wherever you get your podcasts. And tune in next week as we explore more hidden attractions in the U.S.